What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I don't podcast. And we're recording because Ashley and Lauren are arguing right now over who fucked up the cookie sheet. <laughs> This is, this is my life, the you cookie guys. Sheet. I didn't fuck up the, the cookie sheet. Okay, so then who do you suggest did? Okay, I never cooked with that. I said, ooh, look what someone did. And then I used the other one. Jared says, I put the chicken in the oven, but you think that that had to be. I think I used it. It was not in there. <laughs> you guys. Um, guys, no, we have no, a live no, audience listening Jared, to us It was right underneath, now. though, so it may have just like got you know sizzly underneath. All right, all right. It's time to start the podcast. Okay. Clearly, we're living such incredible lives right anyway, now. Anyway, Jared, it's fine. If you can't scrub it off, I'll get it. Let's ask everyone, what does SOS pad stand for? Okay, SOS so, pads, it's help. Help pad. But what, what does SOS, SOS stand, stand for? for? This is one of our don't get. Okay, you would think that when the Jonas Brothers song came out, we all would have <laughs> fucking Googled this. I know. That's this is good, an SOS. That's a good point. Second guess. This is oh, the bottom line. It's true. You know, it's a really funny tidbit. About Wait, the- I thought you were Googling SOS. Oh, no, but I got distracted for a second. Oh, so I saw God. a tweet the other day. I'll Google it, guys. Okay, but I saw a tweet yesterday about how there was something about the Jonas Brothers. We dressed like them. Like, we thought it would be attractive to them oh. to dress like them. So I wore these high-top, colorful sneakers yeah. and really skinny jeans all of 2008 colorful skinny jeans yeah and then yeah. like bright a jeans. rocker t- like not a rocker tee but just like a straight but it's also because t-shirt. demi lovato also dressed like joe thinking joe would like her and then we dress like demi interesting yeah. should i start dressing like the guys i like i, I guess i, I do, did a honestly. little bit with justin okay so jared's here to not tell us what SOS stands for so i googled it a lot of people think that SOS stands for save our souls or save our ship. Oh, save our souls. But yeah. the letters don't actually stand for anything. In fact, the signal isn't even really supposed to be three individual letters, but it's just an international code signal of extreme distress used especially by ships at sea, which I'm still annoyed about. It doesn't what, have who, a meaning. Who came up with the three letters then? Um, and it's actually an emoji in our phones. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to start just putting that for my caption. Okay, well, save our my souls single totally ass. makes sense. Save, save my someone. single soul. <laughs> save my Save save our singles. Um, uh, just going back to the whole dressing like a boy bander. I used to do it with Justin. Remember, I used to have like the bandana, studded, a bandana. But that's also jewels. because Brittany did that as well. No, she didn't. I dressed like Justin with the sparkly bandana plus um, a denim studded jacket. I know. We all did. And studded jeans because Justin used to wear studded jeans. This conversation is so incredible. It is. It's remarkable. Okay. Well, <laughs> Do we have any I don't get it besides the SOS? I have an I don't get yeah. it. Someone, yeah. I was going into Trader Joe's and someone was walking behind me, but like very closely. Uh-huh. And I was very aggravated. And then they started walking beside me at the same pace. And I was furious. It, was that is, and it kills that is me. really bad. And you guys, I literally said to myself, I don't get it. Why am I so bothered by someone that I don't know walking right next to me? Why no, Why is that so irritating? It's not okay. It's just like you can't drive exactly next yeah. to someone or it's really eerie. Why? Uh, don't you guys feel like it's kind of weird? Physical contact, personal... Com- like, Did you fart, Lauren? No. Lauren. I didn't. It smells like your brand. I haven't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Anyway, I I, I feel like I'm always the person passing a slow walker and not walking fast enough and ending up <laughs> going the same pace as the person. I think that's me. That is you, Lauren. Oh my god, it's so annoying when someone's walking right next to you. It's like, nope, I don't know you. You got to walk in front or behind me. It's the weirdest fucking thing. Yeah, you can't it's just, do it. It's just a little awkward. It. But it's also like, have you ever been in a movie theater? What, my, I remember like some teacher in high school was like, if you ever want to make somebody feel awkward or like test their psychology in an empty movie theater, go and sit directly next to the person that is you the only other person in the movie theater. They were going to stab you. Yeah. But actually it's like happened before. Like I've been Wait, in a semi empty movie theater uh-huh. where they will be like, you know, let's just say 15 people sporadically uh-huh. located spread out, but then somebody will go and sit directly next to me. And I've, it's like happened a time or two. And I'm like, what in the world? That's weird. Die. What? I, don't yeah. know. I would. I would a hundred percent think that person is going to harm me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's terrifying. Why are we so scared of strangers? So well, funny. It's like if you can that. have your space. Also, um, on my flight last week, there was like so many empty seats, and then there was someone in the window, and then someone in the middle, and that that person in the middle could have moved anywhere they wanted to have like. A, and they did, and they stayed there the whole time chatting. Right next. Oh my god! No. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> no. Yeah, actually, Ashley's acting like she just saw the Titanic sink in front of her eyes. <laughs> no, look at this for me. And then the there end of the flight, they said, seat, but they decided to continue to sit next to the stranger. Yes, and at the end of the flight, they're like, "We'll have a good trip." I'm like, "You guys didn't know each other, and you that's sat- kind of cool, though, guys. No, no. yeah, they connected. I, yeah, sure, you think that, but you know, there was one person in that party of two that was extremely annoyed that they were talking that's the like the beginning time. of blue jasmine remember the beginning i never of saw blue jasmine. Jasmine. what yeah no okay um okay. i have one one i don't get <laughs> I it don't but get i it. think you you do it then yeah i think mine i already talked about actually well i'd like jared in here just for a second for this one because he's the one who feels the opposite of me Baby. well can you just tell us what yours is first yeah okay so we were at the iheart festival this weekend mm-hmm. staying at the plant hollywood and uh he apparently loves Leonard Skinner. I did not know this, but that's not what I don't get. What I don't get is that he just rocked so hard to their 12-minute instrumental jam out to Freebird. And for me, it just sounded like guitar noise. Freebird like, is the most classic guitar yeah. jam out, though. To me, that's okay. like being American. Okay. You didn't like it? It just hurt my ears. And he was loving it and i was like there's no lyrics there's barely any variety in the guitar strum it's like literally the same guitar strum for 12 straight minutes jared but actually it. it's not slipknot it's <laughs> it's leonard skinner these are the guys that sing sweet home alabama i it's know not a weird thing to jam i know it. but i want to know why people like just 12 minutes of straight guitar why jared you're asking me why people like 12 straight minutes of guitar? Yeah. That's your I don't get it? Mm-hmm. It's just a classic song. Like, there's nothing. You used to jam out to it all the time. It's, you know, it's Leonard Skinner. It's Freebird. I've listened to that song a hundred times, listening to that instrumental a hundred times, and have rocked out to it every time and now i had the opportunity to listen to it live and i'm not gonna rock out okay so maybe it's because you used to listen to it on guitar hero i used to play it on guitar hero yeah i mean it's just it's a part of nostalgia sure like but it's also just a great song that they just i don't understand why you wouldn't want to rock out. you know what maybe it's because i only know this song part and not the instrumental because if we were if i were to go and see the eagles live the Hotel California guitar solo would probably get me going. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's just because I don't have an attachment to the song. Or Santana. That's exactly Exactly what it is. It's 100% what it is. You could bring up somebody who loves Leonard Skinner who would say, why would you ever rock out to Backstreet Boys? It sounds exactly the same as everything else. Yeah. It's just what people like and what people don't like. I love rocking out to guitar solos, though. Like, even at Chuck E. Cheese, when those little stupid banjo puppet things start playing. (laughs) They're so scary. They're so terrifying. But I remember I used to jump around in those things very scared of those um what's your i don't know stupid now it's okay i feel dumb why it's okay ashley you didn't Uh, like it i don't i guess maybe it's just because i didn't have an attachment to it yeah but like i think you have to have an attachment to it so who likes to listen to just go 
I like it, especially when John Mayer gets on, because obviously he's like That's one of the greatest bluesy. guitarists. I like John Mayer's easy bluesy guitar for that long. But there's different. What I'm saying is like when someone's really good at it, mm-hmm. and it's like. You know what I mean? It's, like, really cool to watch. Yeah. I mean, when I just put it in perspective of the Eagles, I would have really liked it like that. Yeah. And it's just, I'm stupid. I'm just on this bitter bitch who doesn't like music anymore. You'll find your music You'll again. You'll find your music. <laughs> <laughs> just watch that Justin Timberlake. Was it Justin Timberlake? No, no, no. It was... It was what the fuck is that with Gloria Stefan or whatever? Oh God, music of the heart. Music of the heart. You gotta watch music of the heart. When Harry Styles play that drops song. his second album, well, I'll be happy again because yeah. he's like the last one making real shit these days. Yeah, but you know what? His album was fine, but there was just that that first single was what was amazing about yeah. that album. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you know what my favorite thing in the world is taking your pants off. I... My second favorite thing in the world, <laughs> Lord, is wearing workout clothes, but like out to work or out at night. Like if I'm going to dinner or something. Like mm-hmm. I love an outfit that can serve as a workout outfit, but also like really cute when I'm getting my like a bowl. I know? only because feel you... my best when I am in yoga pants. You know, it's just the worst feeling in the world, jeans. Yep. Worst feeling. Worst physical feeling. Um, obviously, you know, on the surface when it comes to fashion. People <laughs> that like come over and just like relax in jeans or like know Weird. that they're staying in and they Wacky. just come in jeans. I don't get it. Don't get it. But everyone out there, Carbon 38 is back. And you know what Carbon 38 is? The best of workout gear in one place. Oh, guys, this website is everything. Like the amount of athleisure brands that they have on their site are all top notch. It's all like the cutest stuff. And we're so happy to have them as a sponsor. Um, They have the best selling Takara leggings, which have a cult following and they sold out three times and they have 11 different colors and they go with any outfit. They're so cute. I have them in two different colors. Um, And I love Carbon 38 because I love like designer wear, you know, and it's just a one-stop shop. Like you don't have to go to one store or go to individual websites. It's a one-stop shop for all designer athletic wear. You make sure you get all the cutest of all the brands because you, because you're, it's all in one spot. Exactly. They have high fashion inspired exclusives that launch monthly and everything that's on their site is made to be active. So performance functionality, which means you could wear it to happy hour or you could wear it on the couch or you could wear it at your yoga class and fit. And they also include dresses, leggings, sports bra, and other fashion-forward tops. It's not just about leggings and yoga pants Mm -hmm. here. Did you guys see the picture I uploaded in, like, my boxing matching outfit? Yes. So cute. So cute, right? Guys, that's Carbon 38. So go to Carbon38.com for new arrivals from top brands every day. And right now, our listeners can receive 20% off your order. That's a good amount, guys. It It is. is. When you go to Carbon38.com and use our code, which is get it. G T I T it's carbon three eight the numbers com. the numbers three eight dot com yeah promo code get it for twenty percent off your your purchase amazing go out there and do it guys amazing you won't regret it you'll thank us tremendous later. Lauren do you have your item my code? I don't get it is when you're younger everything tickles your vagina well Lauren had can I tell a story. I think I, uh, everything, like any, like makeout scene or any, um, yeah, isn't that, isn't that just being horny? Any bump in the road would do something in your vagina, but after you actually start having sex of some kind that goes away. Uh, yeah. Lauren <laughs> one time, <laughs> Lauren, there was what? a gesture. That was a gesture that it was had in this room. Um, Lauren one time went down a hill. You know, in the car. And she goes, Mom, why does my vagina tickle when we go down a hill? And I was like, oh, my God. my!" I, I was thinking, I was like, my vagina tickles when we go down the hill, too. But I would never say that out loud. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, you guys already know. It, for me, it was when I was watching Jerry Springer. Yeah, I don't but know. Does it, it just still happen It doesn't to happen to me anymore. No, no, no. I think it's like when you're, like, growing up. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. It doesn't but happen But it only now. stopped when I had, like, my first finger in my vagina. Yeah. It's like you lose it. You lose it because you know what, like, actual sex is, not wow. just going up and down hills. That's kind of sad. I know. It is sad because I went down a hill. I'm like, that would have tickled my vagina however many years ago. <laughs> and there you go. That's my I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't tickle anymore. <laughs> you know what else is sad? What? People who haunt. Yes, people who haunt. If anyone's out there doesn't know what haunting is, it's when someone you someone ghosted, that ghosted you. you. 
comes back and likes your Instagrams or views your stories. It is the most menacing, annoying thing in the entire world. Or even an ex. Like, it doesn't even have to be someone that ghosted right, you. It's like yeah. someone that's no longer in your life, right? Like, you don't talk to them. They don't talk to you. You kind of, it either ended on a bad note or they ghosted you. And I know that there's a million people out there literally wondering, why the fuck are you watching every single one of my stories and liking my photos if you're not going to call me and talk to me? And you may be misconstruing what that actually means to that person. Exactly. And so recently this has been happening to me, guys, um, with a lot of guys in my life that I no longer talk to. And I finally was on the plane to New York last week and I was like, why the fuck are they watching? Like, I just want to know why, because... One of them technically ghosted me. One of them I never talked to anymore. The other one's the one that like got engaged. So I'm like, what is the whole point of them watching it? And I know there's multiple reasons behind it. But the reason why I think we all wanted to bring it up is because it also, I think, sometimes prevents people from not like moving on. But like, I think when you see the name all the time, it it totally has a psychological effect on you. Cause then sometimes maybe you'll post like a picture just for someone to see it. Right. You'd thirst quench them. Oh, thirst. <laughs> thirst trap. Yeah, or just and you know what I mean. I think for some people it affects like what they post and just it just affects you in general. Has someone uh, ever watched yours? Yeah, guys? I didn't. Po- I didn't post pictures on my Instagram for the longest time because I was worried about one person who watches my shit and looks at my Instagrams and likes them and stuff, and I was worrying about what they thought instead of just living my life posting whatever. Did that ever happen to you, Ash? Uh, well, I mean, I used to do it intentionally to thirst trap, and then I would get a high, of course, when he did like it. But is that the question, really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. if someone, someone that you, you don't didn't talk, talk to, anymore. to yeah. Well, would, like, I'd always use it as validation to be like, well, you know, we may not talk anymore, but he still likes my pictures, so I guess there's a chance in the future. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, we have decided to get answers for all of us and everyone out there who is currently being haunted. So I was reading an article on Bustle.com and this guy named Chris Armstrong, who wrote this book called Maze of Love, he's a relationship expert, was talking to Bustle about different reasons why people haunt. And so we're going to call him up and ask him why the fuck people do this. And I see that he is from Alexandria, Virginia, Lauren. Very cool. Oh, yeah, he lives in Virginia. Mm, Yeah. All right. um, Let's get him in line. Okay, guys, so we have Chris Armstrong on the line, author of Maze of Love. And Chris, I was just telling everyone listening that I read that you spoke to Bustle. Um, I was reading an article on why people haunt, a.k.a. why people that ghost you or your exes still watch your Instagram stories and like your photos. And we would love your insight on this. I definitely have a lot of opinions about it. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I think for one, I think... Uh, sort of people want their cake and eat it too. So even if someone doesn't want a relationship, um, they might get what they want out of you initially. And they might feel you're coming too close to them, which is on them, by the way, it's not on you. Let me make that clear. Yeah. So they're, they're going to do what they do up front to get their cake. But then the eat it too part, which is the haunting, is them really saying, although I don't really want what this other person wants, which is usually a commitment, a relationship, I'd still rather not see that person with someone else because at, at the core, we're very controlling people. We're very, um, uh, we have, confidence is, is a factor there, frankly, too. So if I haunt you, it's because I don't want you being with someone else because that's going to make me feel less about myself, even if I'm the one that dumped you. That makes so much sense. Yeah, it really me. does. And I really probably wouldn't have thought of it my own, on my own. Yeah. <laughs> but what I think, what I think is annoying, Chris, and is because when I, if I have ever watched someone's story that I am no longer, am no longer talking to, is because I feel like I may still have feelings for them. But is that like inaccurate? Is that not a reason why people would watch? Oh no, there's so that so the first reason was the cake and eat it too. Okay. Um, the second reason is either still interest or even infatuation. And it, and it can obviously range from I'm still interested to no, I'm actually infatuated. So absolutely. Um, if I end up haunting, not me particularly, but if someone ends up haunting someone, it can often be because they either didn't want it to end or they wanted it to end and then they're, they're having second chances, but they're, they're uh, afraid to sort of put that on the table. So they'd rather just watch from afar because they're still an active interest. I think that's absolutely part of it. Um, but I, what I would say is I've, had about 900 clients in about, in about, I'd say a quarter of the cases they've dealt with haunting because most of my clients are single, frankly. 
And uh, having done just a lot of sort of polls and a lot of focus groups, most of it doesn't actually have to do with the infatuation. It has to do with a cake and eat it too philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, the third one is really just a matter of, of uh, boredom, frankly. So um, I was, not me particularly, but I might have been in a relationship with someone and um, it ended for whatever reason. And we are so prone as humans just in general to you know, surf the internet, to you know, look at social media profiles, to sort of idolize you know, all the information I call a sort of the everything is illuminated problem. And what easier person to haunt than somebody that I was just with. But again, that's not one of the more common ones, but that's about the third reason. I'm just bored and it, it's part of my sort of social media, internet sort of hunting uh, you know, habit. Um, but I'd say most of it is the cake and eat it too piece. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm confused about the infatuation because if you're doing it out of infatuation, then why don't you just want to be with that person? Or contact Because infatuation them. isn't like actually want to be with someone. That's what I think. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Um, so then what does it mean exactly? So infatuation means you like the idea of someone and that someone doesn't have to be the individual person you're haunting. It could just be, I'm lonely and, I, and that person is the last person who was on my radar. And although I don't want to be with them, I like the idea of them. And I like the idea of a person. Uh, that's where a lot of stalking comes from. Stalkers will stalk from afar. And in a lot of cases, and you know, if you talk to a police officer who's handled a lot of stalking cases, they'll tell you the same thing. It's not always that the stalker wants to be with that person. It's there. They see that person as a whole version of who they are not themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not always a matter of I'm infatuated with, because I want to be with you. I'm infatuated with the idea of you or the idea of anybody who isn't me. Um, that doesn't mean that there aren't people who, uh, who, who don't haunt just because they missed a person. And in those cases, there's lots of reasons why they don't just ask them out. One of them is they lack confidence in themselves. Uh, that's probably the biggest reason. And I would say another reason why you might haunt somebody that you do want to be with, but you don't actually just approach them or you know, send them a text is because you hate the idea of potential rejection. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just easier to sort of watch from afar. Okay, so when I think of haunting, I think of some not so much like internet viewing, stalking. I think of somebody who kind of ghosted someone, like there was somebody interested, and they were seemingly interested in for a while as well. But then they stopped really interacting with the person and they just started viewing their social media. I think you're accurate there. Right. So we're, uh, yeah, go ahead. So then why, if they, if they had something that was seemingly good for a while, why would they be lacking confidence in continuing the relationship? Well, so let's go through a couple of scenarios. So scenario one could be, and I'll just use myself as an example. I could have an interest in you. And I could have, I could have, uh, you know, we could have had good conversations, good texts. Um, and the reason I might just go ahead and exit that potential relationship or whatever, just sort of, uh, you know, ghost you, as the saying goes, is because I'm afraid of getting too close. That's a reason. Oh, okay, so I, okay, okay. it's another reason could be that maybe I initiate a text with you on a Tuesday and, and on a Wednesday, and on both days you texted me right back, but on Thursday I sent the text and you didn't text me right back. So I tell myself a story that you must not be interested. Another reason could be that I started uh, showing interest in you, but then I met someone else and mm. it's just easier to be with, you know, I, I feel something more with that other person or they're, they moved as fast as I wanted to move. So I'm just going to ghost you. I'm not going to tell you that I met someone else. And part of why we do that, quite frankly, is because if I don't tell you I met someone else, I might be able to come back into mm-hmm. your life later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm not going to tell you you were rejected. I'm going to tell you work came up, family issues came up. So those are just some reasons. All right. So guess what I used today that made my skin super clear, super, super clean. Like it made me feel squeaky clean and like I had no dirt in my pores. What, what? is it? Your skin looks very dewy right well, now. Well, thank you. I actually used this this morning. I'm not saying it because we have this ad. I used the Glam Glow bubble sheet mask that I got in my FabFitFun box. They also had a beauty blender, the original pro in this box. They had makeup brushes. I'm make obsessed brushes. with this fall box. They also had the, the Alfred Coffee French. Press. They adorable. also had amazing um, Bluetooth headphones. 
Oh yes. yeah, it's wireless. wireless. Yeah, kitchen towels, which you know you can't really have enough of. The most amazing Capri shower gel. Oh my god, it smells so good. Have you used it yet, Ashley? Yeah, it's in my shower. Oh, it's it so good, so good. Um, and then there's a Vince Komodo, 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 Vince Komodo <laughs> tote Vince in black Komodo. or red desert, both fall colors, and it fits everything. It can fit your wallet, your phone, your laptop, mm-hmm. um, and anything else you're gonna need. It's like the perfect size tote. It really is, and it's. This over- box um, is over two hundred and fifty. It's uh, $275. Yeah. We didn't mention my favorite thing that comes in the box, which is Grown Alchemist, which is my new oh, favorite yeah. brand. It's and really good. It's really, really cool, guys. They have like a makeup remover. It's an exfoliant they have in the box, which really deep cleans your skin because it's getting rid of all the dead skin cells and then it allows your other serums and moisturizers to penetrate even deeper exactly i'm obsessed with it this but i'm obsessed with the whole box it's pretty amazing how great it's gotten it's like christmas four times a year because it's delivered four times a year to your door it's full size not sample size fashion beauty home fitness and wellness products and it's just 49.99 but guess what with our code you're actually gonna get your box for $39.99. So go to FabFitFun today and get your fall box. The fall box is always like every other FabFitFun box in limited supplies. So you're going to have to get them now. They always sell out. Use our code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, to get $10 off your first box, making it go from $49.99 to $39.99 for something that is actually worth $275. Go to FabFitFun today. Sign up and start getting the box for a, a life well lived. Use our promo code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, to get $10 off your box. So go to FabFitFun.com and use our code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, to get $10 off your first box. I have a lot of friends who have used our code and they never regret the purchase. They always go, mm-hmm. I'm so obsessed with it's like fun boxes. Yeah. It really is. It really is. Back to the show. So yeah. Chris, currently I went on like a day with this guy and it went like great. And then um and then we never went back out again. But it never, like, really ended. Like, we were supposed to, like, FaceTime, and then we didn't. Or, like, I FaceTimed him, and then he didn't respond. But now he's, like, watching everything and, like, liking certain photos. And I'm just, like, so confused because he seemed interested, like, in wanting to go on a second date. Like, he insinuated that. But obviously that doesn't mean that it was, like, true. But it's just so bizarre to me that, like, every single time I post a story – and, again – there's also the option that, like, it could literally be nothing. Like you said, it could be, like, boredom. And s- some people just watch everyone's story, and they like to, like, watch stories, like, throughout. Mm-hmm. But it's just so weird to me that someone would, like, know that they could hang out with someone again. And, like, literally every time I post a story, he, like, watches it, even if they're, like, hours, you yeah. know, in between. And I'm just like, that's so weird. Hey, what does that mean? I have a – I literally have a male client right now who admits to me that he – haunts a girl that he was that he uh met virtually on uh, plenty of fish and they texted they even had a conversation and he literally said that he just sort of backed away even though she expressed expressed interest and i said why did you do that he gave me two reasons and they make sense to me i don't agree with them at all but they make sense to me from a human perspective number one is he met somebody else right and that was but here's why they would here's why he met someone else but would still haunt this other person's profile. As long as he haunts your profile, and, and especially if you can tell that he's haunting your profile, let's not assume he doesn't know that you know. Right. He perceives in his mind that you're gonna see that he still has some interest in you. And that way if he decides to come back into your life, he he's never gonna say, away. Look, yeah, look, I you know, some stuff was going up, but I want you to know I was paying attention to your social life. I was paying attention to sort of who you are. I loved looking at your pictures because he wants you to feel good. So there's a, a phrase that goes F for effort, A for charisma. Mm. And if you write those words down, the word effort happens to have two F's in it and the word charisma happens to have two A's in it. So what people sometimes do is, is they don't have to put in a whole lot of effort. Right. The charismatic part of it is, I'm still there. I'm still, you know, I'm still uh, sort of watching from afar. And he literally told me that. He said, look, if I completely, you know, uh, detach from her, she's not going to know that I was ever really interested. And I said, well, as your relationship coach, I'm telling you that, A, you're leading her on. And B, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't think you were interested either. He said, I am. I just met this other person. That's so weird. So it's the cake and eat it. It's the cake and eat it. Yeah. So Chris, in my situation or for people like me that are being haunted, because this guy technically ghosted me. It's not like he 
just went out of nowhere, you know, but it was like we were supposed to talk and we just haven't. And he hasn't like responded. So it is whatever. It's ghosting. In my case, do you think people should reach out and just be like, hey, why did you do this? I'm very confused, you know, Um, or do you think the writings on the wall clearly actions speak louder than words and you should just like move on with your life and not, you know, reach out? Was that, yeah, did I make so, sense, yeah. Lauren? Yeah, like, like, should you, conf- no, too. you are making sense, like, should you confront him, or should you just be like, he doesn't like me, he's not talking to me? Right, like, in, in this case, like, the male guy that you brought up, right, I'm thinking of him kind of specifically, it's like, should we as people reach out to that person? Um, so I'll give a very blunt answer. Um, the blunt answer is absolutely not. We teach people how to treat us, uh, right, by virtue of what we expect. And what we accept. So if mm-hmm. we expect communication and reciprocation there, if we expect someone's going to uh, be honest with them and we accept something less, meaning we reach out to them regardless of that, then we're saying that's okay. And think about the whole cake and eat it too mentality. He's watching you from afar for whatever reason. I presume it's the cake and eat it too piece. He's mm-hmm. watching you from afar. The second you reach out to him, he believes he's one. See, mm-hmm. she's still in my life. She's still attached. She's still connected. I think there is this... Uh, I guess I, I mean, oh, well, Chris, I didn't, I didn't mean like reach out like, hey, let's hang out again. I meant more oh, like, I know. oh, okay, okay. But any sort of, any sort, the best thing you could do to somebody like this is ignore them. The okay. best thing, and I'm going to tell you why. So people who don't reciprocate, people who don't take two steps forward, you know, even after you've taken two steps forward, because taking two steps forward is simply saying, Hey, you know, I thought we had, or just, or even just asking a question. I'm not saying you're going to lean forward to try to say, Hey, let's go out again. But the effort you give Mm -hmm. being counter to the effort that he didn't give is going to send him a signal that you're still somewhere in the atmosphere. And at the end of the day, people who don't give you their time, people who ghost you, and you did in fact get ghosted. Let's no make, make no mistake about they don't deserve your time, quite frankly. I think it's interesting that you're saying this, even though you have a male client giving you these reasons, but you still think that it's still not good enough, you know? Oh, let me say this. So on my, on my webpage, I put three things out there that that clients know about me right off the bat. Number one, I don't salvage a relationship where there's been cheating or abuse because I don't think they're salvageable. Okay. Number two, I don't believe they're salvageable. Number two, I won't see a client more than four times because people can get addicted to it. My job isn't to get you addicted so that we just have nice conversations every week. But the third one says this, if you don't like what I have to tell you as a client, if you want to, if you if you're getting a coach so that I can tell you what you want to hear, you're calling the wrong coach. Mm-hmm. So I, I have told him twice, um, if your intention is to simply tell me all of the travails that you do, uh, then I, you can find you know, another coach. If your intention, however, is to figure out why you decide to lead women on, why you decide to sexually exploit them, um, then maybe we can be in repair. And we've only had one session. He emailed me yesterday to cancel tomorrow's session because he said he's not sure I'm the coach for him. Okay, fine. He wants to keep messing around and being having yeah. his cake and eating it too. Yeah, he definitely wants to be told. He wants to hear what he wants to hear from right. you. Um, I asked this question to the the author of He's Just Not That Into You, and we had him on our podcast a couple of weeks ago. And I don't mean this to come off snarky at all. It's just truly, like, I would like, it's just, it's just interesting to me. What do you feel makes you qualified to be a dating coach? Oh, sure. So um, I don't think you're snarky at all. Uh, Number one, (laughs) I don't question your intent. Um, So I do distinguish dating coaches from relationship coaches. So the reason I won't call myself a dating coach is because I don't tell people how to get a date. I don't tell people how to dress or what to say so that they can, you know, get someone into bed. I hate when I read article, you know, article headlines that say, um, how to make them love you in eight easy steps and all that garbage, I don't buy it. I'm a relationship coach for one reason, and that is to secure equal and authentic relationships. And either that's what a client wants or that's not what they want. So where's my training or why am I qualified? So I think it's a a great question. Uh, I am a certified coach, which means I had to go through several hours of training through an accredited coaching institution by the ICF. Um, And by the way, you don't have to be accredited to call yourself a coach, which is why I like your question. Second, I'm a certified emotional intelligence facilitator, a certified diversity executive, which means everything around empowering others, everything around understanding uh, 
sort of, you know, what's behind, uh, you know, mistreatment and abuse and uh, sort of non-diverse and non-equal and non-sort of uh, equitable relationships. I have all of that. I'm a certified facilitator. Um, what all of that teaches someone is to listen, to understand. It's to um, be able to hear what the other person is saying and not what you heard them say, but what they actually said. Challenge their assumptions and generalizations in a constructive way and be able to put it all together. Um, it also teaches you how to uh, assess the, the head as much as the heart, right? So the head says, uh, this is exactly what I did. I don't know why she's angry. The heart says, how did you do it? Um, so I have a lot of training in that area. I've done relationship coaching for 10 years, uh, published about 500 times, best-selling uh, courses online. Um, and I've been through all the training one needs to in this space. Yeah. Well, Chris, we're, we feel so lucky to have you on. And I feel like since we have you on and we went through, you know, kind of the three big reasons why people haunt, I feel like it would be a disservice to all our listeners to not go through some reasons why people ghost. Are they the same? No. Um, so in some ways, I mean, people ghost because they want their cake and they got it. They haunt because they want their cake and they want to eat it too. So if I ghost somebody, not me specifically, it might be because, hey, look. I love I how you say it, not but, me specifically <laughs> all the time. <laughs> well, right, because, yeah, anyway. Um, <laughs> it's someone may, someone may specifically ghost without haunting simply because they got what they wanted. As soon as, as soon as you slept with me, that was it for me, and I just need to get it out. Another reason why someone might ghost is that, and especially with online dating, is who you were in your profile or who you appeared to be in our virtual emails back and forth or our virtual texts or our virtual sort of Tinder uh, back and forth isn't who you were when I met you. Um, so I'm going to ghost you. Now, what's below, what's sort of at the root of all that is, is I don't want to communicate to you that either I just wanted sex or you weren't who I thought you were going to be. And why don't I just want to do that? A, I don't want to disappoint people. Mm-hmm. B, uh, I might realize that I'm really the problem because how else do I convince someone that or how else do I tell someone that I just wanted sex without me being the problem in that scenario? So beneath the surface, there's lots of there's lots of issues. But above the surface, it's I just wanted sex or you weren't who I thought you were going to be. What if people ghost like months and months into a relationship, you know, like where it's like they clearly knew who the person was. You can't say like you weren't the person I thought you were through online. It's like you dated them for a while. What are some reasons why people ghost then? So I would say that there's a couple. So one of them could be, I got what I wanted at the beginning, but I wanted the appearance that that wasn't the case. I literally have, I literally know people and have uh, met people through my industry who will say to me, plain and simple, look, I really just wanted sex, got that on the third date, but it was important to me that that's not what they perceived that I wanted. That makes sense. Another reason might be that, I had an impression of you before I met you. When I met you, that impression didn't seem to be accurate, but I thought I could change you. I thought that you were going to, I thought there was an opportunity for you to um, be someone else. And that's where I always tell people when someone shows you who they are, believe them. Yeah. My mom um, but says we, that. But we tend to, we tend to want to either see the best in others or we tend to want to believe that we can change others. So, if you're going to go somebody longer to like six months, nine months into a relationship, it tends to be for those two reasons. Or if like the only reason I've been ghosted, the two times I've been like heavily ghosted by an actual boyfriend is because they've met someone they wanted to sleep with and they just couldn't tell me that that's what it was. And oh, like, I mean, that's a perfectly. And they're yeah, like, that's, that's it's just such a simple answer. You know, well, would you say it was something that they wanted to sleep with? In one case, it seems like it was a relationship that he wanted to pursue. I don't know which one you're talking about. I think they both Her second, oh. Mr. Big. Oh, okay. Then I've been ghosted three times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Or, or just another person in general in their life. Okay. So one of my issues with Instagram, you guys, is it's messing up my fashion game. Like I love wearing <laughs> outfits and I like spending money on really cool outfits and pieces. But then once I take a picture in it, I never want to wear it again. Cause I'm like, Oh, I already uploaded a picture in it. And so I'm so annoyed. And I feel like there's gotta be a service out there where I can just like rent clothes instead of buying them so I can save money. 
Yeah, that's probably Latote is the thing you're looking for. You have to yes, take this Latote. Latote. Take the stress out of getting dressed. Get the right styles in your right size delivered. When you're done, just send it back so you never repeat an outfit and you're not wasting money on stuff you're only going to wear once. Yeah, you Lat- don't want to be a Lizzie McGuire outfit repeater. Ooh! Latote get, takes your measurements and ratings and learns not just your size, but the nuances of how you like your clothes to fit. Women return 40% to 70% of the clothing they buy. Latote created their own universal sizing systems to fit across the brands. And guys, with Latote, you can rent unlimited fashion, which is my favorite part about it. So just wear, return, and discover fashion that fits you better. It'll take the stress out of getting dressed. All you guys have to do is go to latote.com. That's L-E-T-O-T-E.com to get started. So enter our promo code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your first month. Again, that's latote.com, and enter our code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T. And you guys, you know what else is great? It prevents you from being an outfit repeater. Did did this bitch just listen to what we just said? <laughs> I'm back to the podcast. I almost want to ask you a question. Yeah. But you don't have to answer it, obviously. I'll answer. So why do you why <laughs> um why do you think uh when people who who've been ghosted multiple times, right? So there are people who just who get ghosted more often than others. Mm-hmm. Why what do you think is at the heart of that? Um, I like to pick the guys that, that need help. I think I pick, um, bums. You could call them (laughs) Lauren. And why do you think that is? Um, I think what it is, is I like to nurture and I need to find a way to nurture, not in my relationships, but I was like having a child or something (laughs) or a baby or a, a dog, you know? Yep. Okay. I was just curious what you I, thought it was. That's what I that's what I think. Do you I'm, think sorry. No, it's fine. The first guy was in another country and then the second guy was my boyfriend who just was a cheater. And then the third guy was also a cheater. There yeah. you go. Um, Chris, I'm curious, do women and men ghost the same and do they ghost the alike? Like do women ghost as much as men do from what you've seen in your experience? I think women go, so, so no, men ghost a lot more, but I think women, they ghost for different reasons. I think at least from my, from my experience, when women ghost, it's generally out of fear. It's, I didn't want to have the conversation with a guy and it's not because I'm not a communicator. It's because I was genuinely afraid of what would come of the conversation. If I were to tell him I want out for whatever reason, okay. but I, but no, uh, women don't ghost as much as men from my experience. Uh, and the reason is, is generally different. It, I'm not saying it's, it's right or wrong. I'm simply saying it's different. Um, and I would just say to the question I asked you about sort of why do people tend to, why is it that some people get ghosted more than others? I do think that the nurturing part is, is, is part of it. I also think though, um, and this is just my, my sort of experience, I do end up thinking that it's a, uh, it's either a confidence issue as well. Meaning, um, I, I, I can generally tell when I meet someone, whether or not I like them, I knew I didn't, but they had something and, you know, this is sort of as good as it gets. And I think another reason could be that we tend to believe that even if we meet someone and they seem like they could be the ghosting type or they seem like they're the cheating type or they seem like that they could be the controlling type, women especially can struggle with seeing the difference between timid men, nice men and sort of bad boys. And here's what I mean by that. Women don't want timid men and that's understandable. Mm -hmm. They want nice guys. But they sometimes perceive that a, a nice guy can't also be confident and decisive and all that stuff. So they end up going for the guy on the far end of the scale mm. thinking. So when, when guys tell me nice guys finish last, I'm Interesting. like, nice guys don't finish last. Timid guys finish last. That said, I have met hundreds, literally, of female clients who will say to me, yeah, I like the bad boys because I don't want a timid guy. I'm like, well, what about a nice guy? And they're like, well, nice guys are timid. No. So what they end up doing is they end up steering towards men that are, quote unquote, outwardly confident and and sort of play the part of uh, the, you know, not not tough in the strong sense, but decisive and and things like that, commanding, because they perceive that it's either that or timid when there's really the nice in the middle. And of course, what I also tell women is guys who have to have an outward appearance of controlling and strong really aren't confident. Mm -hmm. That's true. So you think that the reason that I attract them is it is because my picker's off not because i'm off i'm gonna say that if we and 
this obviously isn't the time, but if we had a conversation about needs and wants, and I asked you what your needs were, meaning your non-negotiables, mm -hmm. not your wants, you could tell me in 20 seconds what your needs were, um, whether it's physical needs, whether it's social needs or lifestyle needs, or whether it's personality needs. But if I pushed you to say, okay, so if you met a guy who met all of those physical needs, he's six foot two, he has black hair, if that, whatever, that's your preference. Yeah. And, and he met all of your lifestyle needs. Um, but uh, you found him to be short in a couple of the personality areas, would you actually not have a second date with him? My genuine, honest opinion is, is you would struggle to say uh, that you would not have a second date with him because we like, to, we like to think we know what our package looks like, what our needs are, but when we meet somebody, the needs sort of go out the window. Mm -hmm. And men who are charismatic, back to A for charisma, men who get an A for charisma can tend to not have to put in, you know, they can get that F for effort because we put aside some of those personality needs or those lifestyle needs because of the initial uh, response that they give us. Oh, because of their charisma. Because of their charisma. And, I, and, and again, guys who, go, guys who are very charismatic but put little in terms of effort ghost more than guys who... Yeah, they're just like the thrill seekers that Dr. Yep. Mike yes. talks about. Yes, yeah. Yeah, the very well said. More likely to cheat. Ashley has a question. You say that timid men aren't attractive to women, and I totally understand that. To all the timid men out there, not that I think that there's many listening to our podcast, can they change, or is this something just inborn? Oh, no, it's not inborn. It's a confidence issue. So if men are timid, which really has three qualities or traits, one of them is uh, they're indecisive. So, oh, where, where do you want to go? I don't know. Where do you want to go? So that's one is they're indecisive. The second is they don't make a move physically. And, and I don't mean do something women don't want to do, obviously, but I mean, it could be three dates in and they still haven't even, uh, you know, grabbed a hand or anything. It's, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's the second. And the third is, the third sort of sign of timidness is they change their mind. So you could have a, you know, what you think is a, an invigorating political debate. And as soon as you say something that refers from theirs, they agree with you. And I say all that to say that's, that's all about confidence. If I... I'm always feeling I have to agree with you. That's a confidence issue because I don't believe that I can mm -hmm. put a, a different refrain forward without you maybe negatively judging me. Can they, can they do something about that? Yes, but they've got to find their confidence. And obviously the old age old cliche is true. You don't try to go into a relationship unless you love yourself first. And if you don't love yourself, you're going to be in, and you're a guy or a gal, you're going to be very timid. Uh, if you, but men tend to be more timid, whereas women who lack confidence, they tend to uh, get bowled over and, uh, women who lack they, confidence are the ones that get all the men, in my opinion, in pop culture. Like they get all the men, but they get bowled over. Yeah, yeah but it, to me, it's always like the girl next door. Every movie we watched growing up taught us that it's always the weird girl. You know what I mean? Like in the back of the class that wasn't that confident. She's like always the one that gets the guy because they're easily controlled. Yeah, right. Is that why? Yeah. And why are they easily controlled? Because they lack confidence. So this is yeah. the she's all that syndrome, right? Yeah. If you, saw, if you remember that movie? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're spot on. Yeah. And pop culture doesn't help dating, especially for women. Um, but yeah, you're spot on about that yeah. analogy. They bullshit. get the men, but they get bowled over. Of course it's bullshit. <laughs> um, okay, so one quick question from me, but this has been a wealth of knowledge, Chris. So thank you. So for since this podcast is about haunting, if people are being haunted and they're listening right now, should they block the person? And if so, what that'd be interesting. What do you think about blocking? I think you block the second you feel like you're in danger. Um, but I wouldn't block by default. Um, do you think it's frankly, good to have them like look at like how amazing you're living your life or no? <laughs> no, I, here's why I wouldn't suggest someone block by default. It, there's actually some power in knowing that in knowing. Uh, what the person's uh, that the person is watching you, it, it, meaning uh, you know, keep your friends close, enemies closer. Mm -hmm. As long as as long as as long as they're not, I don't feel in danger. I at least know that they're in my atmosphere and I know where they are. If I block them just sort of by default, um, and they're really uh, and they're really into me, back to that infatuation or the, into the idea of me, or they really want me back, that could actually put me in more danger. And it's not that it's okay for people to stalk our Facebook page or our Snapchat or whatever. 
Um, but unless you feel like you're in harm's way, I wouldn't block right away. What I would say simply is this. If you've been, if you're being haunted, two things to think. Um, one, report if you're creeped out, obviously. And I mean that sincerely, like especially in this day and age. If someone is creeping you out, report them. Uh, Cyberbullying, cyberstalking is a real thing now. We're actually starting to take it seriously, God forbid. Um, but the second, the second thing is just communicate with other people who are who you're friends with communicate with other people about what's going on so that other people who might have some linkage to that person unless they're just a complete stranger but that's usually not the case um can can have some knowledge of what's going on so that you have you have other people that you can talk to about it and sort of run things by but otherwise pay no attention to the person remember we teach people how to treat us by virtue of what we expect and what we accept we give them our time we've let, we've let them win to some degree don't give them your time don't chase um and, and balance the head and the heart <clears throat> my okay. last question for you is yeah. just to like kind of sum up everything we were talking about today into like one very easy answer which actually you're probably going to find the answer is not easy but in your opinion, mm-hmm. do the majority of people who are liking and viewing your stuff on social media, is there a reason behind it? Like, does the guy still like you? Is he still thinking about you? Or is it really just, just he's just scrolling through? In my opinion, the majority of, and I assume you're talking about people that you've had some sort Romantic. of either relationship. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, I would say that in, in, the, in the majority of cases... They still have some. Uh, they had still have some interest, even if that interest is to see who you're with, or that interest is just to make sure that they understand what your status is at any given moment, so that they can jump back in if and when they want to. Gotcha. I don't think. I don't think it's just scrolling. That'll be interesting because we're gonna have my fiance on now to give his point of view, and I think he may okay. differ from you. But that's what we like here on the I Don't Get It podcast. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, Chris, you were amazing. I think we'd definitely like to have you back on for like other topics in the future. Um, but thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. Thank you. Of thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Guys, have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. You guys, this is so random, but I have to say, what I don't get why sticking something in your ear feels so good. What the fuck, what? man? I just put a Q-tip in my ear. Ashley, it's because you're disgusting and never do it. <laughs> She's literally never felt a clean ear before. Mm. I want to take a second to tell you guys about one of my new favorite sponsors called Green Chef. So Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that includes everything you need to easily cook delicious meals that you guys can feel good about. And this is how it works. So they send you recipes that are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions. Um, It also comes with chef tips and photos to guide you along the way, which, by the way, are so clutch because sometimes, for some reason, it's really hard to follow a recipe if you don't have pictures, (laughs) at least for me personally. Um, And then they send you a wide variety of organic ingredients and imaginative new recipes each week. And I'm telling you guys, they get so creative. Like, I feel like most people at home are, you know, making the basic steak and potatoes and your basic Caesar salad or kale salad with, you know, the dry cranberries in it who hasn't had that um but they their recipes are so creative like things that i would never think to make on my own and with green chef it's easy to maintain a specialty diet and enjoy exciting new options and you can actually switch up your meal plan and change the box you're getting whenever you want um my personal favorite thing about green chef is that they have something for everyone so any diet you're on whether you're on keto or doing paleo Um, They have so many things for like any kind of diet that you're on. And the Green Chef Expert Chefs design recipes with gourmet flavor that you typically only find in restaurants. But we all know making food at home is better for you. So you're eating like a really good quality meal that you would basically find at a restaurant right, you know, in your own home. Some of the recipes include pre-made sauces, dressing, spices, so you guys get more flavor in less time. My personal favorite meal that I've made, um, I was doing paleo for a while, and the hardest thing on paleo is that you can't really have grain. And Green Chef sent me this shrimp scampi with grain-free fettuccine and Brussels sprouts. It was, um, it's a shrimp scampi with grain-free fettuccine and Brussels sprouts salad, and it was like 468 calories, and I'm telling you, you guys, like it was like 
The pasta was so amazing. And the shrimp, I mean, who doesn't like shrimp scampi? Let's be honest. So I really want you guys to try this because the food really is so good. And right now, you guys, we're offering $50 off your first box of Green Chef. All you have to do is go to greenchef.us slash I-D-G-I, the acronym for I don't get it. Again, $50 off your first box of Green Chef. All you have to do is go to greenchef.us slash I-D-G-I. I'm telling you guys, write that down. $50. I mean, that's a no-brainer. It is a huge deal. And just try it. See if you like it. I'm telling you, I promise you, you will. Anyway, everyone. Jared has joined us. Clearly, you guys didn't know this. We took a three-minute break. Ashley cleaned her ear. Jared is here. Well, first, Jared, before you chime in real quick, what did you guys think? I thought, obviously, Chris was really informative. Personally, I felt like we kind of knew a lot of that stuff, but I thought what was interesting is that he did say that men do ghost way more than women, and um, that was interesting to me. Um, I thought what he said about, like, the infatuation and, like, you're being nervous that you don't really want to get into what the other person wanted to get into, but you're still interested in their life. That was like, okay, wow, there just are a lot of scared people out there. Yeah, like there's a lot of people and a lot of men, I think, that lack confidence. But I don't know if that... Um, well, for me, the only reason I look at other, like, exes or whatever they are, if ghosted or not, I only look to see if they are in relationship, just like he said. Like, oh, I just yeah, want to see who they're with. And I would be sad if they were because I think it reflects upon me, not them i think really? you're spot on lauren yeah yeah because and also you just want to know if someone found another person because you're if you are alone you're like oh i hope they're still alone right like, oddly <laughs> and i was just gonna say something oh i fucking lost it what i, I really happened. didn't understand is that like why if this person is apparently the ghoster mm-hmm. and yet they still are infatuated enough and they're still interested enough to want to have you part of their digital life, but they also and they also don't want you to find somebody else. But at the same time, they're too scared to be with you, or they don't want to be with you. It's like it's seriously, I guess that's what he was saying. With you can't have you want your cake and eat it too. Yeah, which is like you don't want to be with that person, but you also don't want them to be with somebody else. Yeah, like the, he you aren't repulsive to the person, but the, you, he doesn't want to spend his life with you. I remembered but, what I was going to say okay. before I forget. Yeah. I think. A lot of the times people look at other people's stories, maybe that they were romantically involved with and are no longer with, to see if how they're living and to see if they're, like, happier with or without them. Yeah. Right? That's, right. What, I, feel like people, that's what I do. That's why you look. And then sometimes even I would go as far to say that some people look hoping that they're not doing well. I think both people are terrible people, but also... <laughs> Without them. But yeah, but also understandable. Jared, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Jared, need to know all your thoughts He's on just people that are over there. All right. You're... So you went on two dates with this guy and then he ghosted you? Yeah. Yeah. But then still, but looks he at still his watches and likes on my stuff. I obviously, A, don't want to be with him. I liked him, so it sucks. I'm not reading into it like, oh, he likes me. It's just. I thought it was, it'd be interesting to have this podcast because I just want to know what's going on in the head. Does that make more sense? It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't add up. It doesn't. He's he doesn't want to date you, but he finds you attractive. That's fucking weird that to go someone and watch. Of course, their it makes sense. Guys, no, I said that makes sense. Guys just work differently than us. They just like yeah. looking at hot girls. But yeah. if we're looking at a hot guy and we can't have him, fuck it. We don't care about looking at you anymore. Yeah, exactly. If somebody's haunting you, like you. You have to understand that you have to take accountability in that and block them or do whatever you need to do to get their picture out of your right. feed. Whatever's like, like best for you. Yeah, that's yeah. on you. It's not on them. Totally. And so the idea of trying to put effort into, well, why is he watching my Instagram stories and he's not willing to call me or want to date me, I think is putting way too much effort into a guy that clearly does, does not want to be with you mm-hmm. and is clicking on your Instagram stories for a number of different reasons. One, because he doesn't think it's a big deal. Two, because maybe mm-hmm. he finds you attractive but doesn't want to date you. Three, he might be clicking and then like, oh, whoops, skip over it. Right. But it still this shows up as doesn't. a view. This guy doesn't skip the, over. It's not the he whoops skip over, but I think it's him to She's hot. It. I don't really know what to do about it. I'm going to yeah. keep looking. Well, how, I think it's also you know? what, because what, you can see, it's also what Chris Armstrong was just saying, where people, they want their cake and eat it too. It's like, they want to just 
keep you like in the realm of their life, even though they don't want to be with you. Mm-hmm. It's just so bizarre to me. I get it. It's just fucking bizarre to me. I but get it. Jared, I wouldn't watch someone Bef- shit if I ghosted them. I would not want anything to do with them. Yeah, not if you ghost them. I understand looking at exes stuff. I understand totally. looking at exes. I don't understand ghosting someone and wanting to look at that. That would just remind me of like how shitty I am. So you went on two dates with this guy, and then you texted him. He just never texted you back. We like text a little, and then we like plan a Facetime, and then I Facetime him, and then he never like Facetime back or picked up the Facetime. And or anything. then nothing so, from there. Exactly. And then did you kiss him on the dates? Anything yeah. happen? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. this specific case doesn't matter. It's just weird to me. I don't think it's ghosts. weird at all for this idea of haunting. I really don't. It's such a connected world. Yeah. That like you're gonna see people that you used to go on dates with. You're gonna see if people you go that you made a girl, out with. Would you look at her Instagram? Jared, you never did this. Like when you were single, if you went on two dates with a girl. There's no way you'd end up looking at her stories anymore. Of course I would. You would look at her stories? Yeah, of course Absolutely. you would. Absolutely. But if you ghosted, you would? Uh, if I ghosted? Which is probably what you did mm. all the time. What? I don't think Jared Jared it would go on like two dates with people. Because he doesn't like it. No, anymore. I wouldn't ghost. I would I don't try. Think Jared would ghost. No, I didn't ghost. I mean, the only times I ghosted girls is if I, I da- if I hadn't met them yet. If I met them... Usually, I'd respond if, yeah, I mean, if like, we went on a human date. Being. Well, no, it's, know, mm, but like, yeah, but there'd also, be times that. Yeah, like if he went on two dates with somebody, he wouldn't feel the need to like tell them exactly why he wasn't going to ask them on the third. Yeah, mm. I think it's more, yeah. Mm, I think I, I would. I've had like, I've had text conversations. You had to tell girls because girls would continue to come after you. Well, I've had text conversations where like, like I remember this one time. Before we started, I don't know when it was last year at some point. I got like a random text from a girl who like was like, um, "I remember." Yeah, it was like you're a player. You never gave me a fair shot, oh and like God. you're gonna end up alone. <laughs> oh yeah, like that. you you told us about. And this. then, if I remember correctly, it was a girl that I went on a date with. I don't know. I couldn't remember exactly. You told Lauren the and I the story when when us three did the podcast when yeah. Ashley threw up and got food poisoning. <laughs> and because so like, you said that it made you wake up. Actually, that text. Uh, I mean, I she was right on a couple of courts because she said I was indecisive, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, you're absolutely right." But yeah. like the idea to call me a player because what I didn't date you, get the right. fuck out of here. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm saying you that text made you shift your mindset where you um, were like, "Oh shit, a, I might have been alone." Um, no, I don't think it really changed my mindset. I was just more like, "No, you're right. Like you're just telling me what I already know. I know I'm indecisive. I know oh, okay. I'm uh, difficult to commit." Right. Like, and then now I have my fiance, my my beautiful baby. Uh, <laughs> my beautiful <laughs> baby. Listen, I don't know. Like, listen, you're just. I think the idea that like, well, why is he haunting me? Why is he watching my stories? I think you're giving way too much thought and effort to this because the fact is, he probably doesn't even notice. And I'm not trying to that to say that as an asshole. I'm not trying to say that to make you think less of yourself. I'm just saying it because I think it's the truth. I don't think he's intentionally watching your stories to make you think of him specifically if he ghosted you now if he like there are guys out there that if maybe they did ghost you but they'll drunk text you you'll get like late night texts from them Mm -hmm. that do watch your stories i think guys like that yes of course are kind of like hanging around to make you think of them but are never going to fully commit right they're like stringing you along exactly but like with a guy who's just like cut everything off that's still watching your stories it's probably because he's not even noticing. Yeah. I think most of the case scenarios are it's nothing and they're bored, like he was saying. Totally. But I think there are there lunatics are. out there and I'll call them lunatics because it's just too weird to me. Like I just would never go someone and then be interested in like their life. But that's just me. Yeah. The person I'm thinking that I ghost pretty hard. I ghosted them pretty hard. Who? Um, that tall guy. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, that yeah. one. I, I, I oh. a- avoid his story like the plague because I don't want him thinking that I'm watching. Why don't you mute him then? I don't know. I just mean because I feel bad on following. I don't know. All this Is it, that's why you mute. And I also think that him not calling you back, he probably doesn't think of ghosting. Really? Because it depends. I don't know. I don't know what the text messages were, but if they were kind of like. If you and I plan a FaceTime, most- Jared, right? 
and then I FaceTimed you. If we're like, all right, let's FaceTime tomorrow, and then I FaceTimed you tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? And then you never respond, and I haven't heard from you since. You wouldn't think that that's ghosting. I mean, it depends on what your relationship and how the text messages are going. Like, yeah. if you guys are messaging back and forth, the most pl- like platonic, vague, just like, how's the weather? And then, like, it was <laughs> finally like, okay, let's actually FaceTime. And he was like, uh, I there's, there's no point. What am I? I'm going to FaceTime with her, and it's just not going to go anywhere. I think Jared brings up a good point. Like, men don't think about it as much. Like, to me, I'm like, yeah. I ghosted, and he's probably just like, oh, I haven't called that girl. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, totally. It's, yeah. It, exactly. I do agree yeah, yeah. with that. But, like, in in lamest terms, it is ghosting. Correct. Because he never responded or said anything back. Anyways, I have a great – my life's great. No, that's great. So, great. <laughs> so good. So good. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in. Before we go, we wanted to tell you guys we finally got an I Don't Get It podcast Instagram. So oh, please yeah. follow the Instagram account. We're going to be posting a lot of I Don't Get It's on there and podcasts that we have coming out. And if you're going to be in the LA area on October 28th, Sunday, yes. October 28th. It's not locked in yet, but... It's going to be I around mean, You can, like, put it in your calendar right now, but, like, don't make any flights. <laughs> don't <laughs> book a flight. <laughs> We're going to plan on doing um, an I Don't Get It meetup, hopefully, yeah. here in L.A. on yeah. around the weekend of the 28th. But we'll let you guys know when it's locked in. Yeah. And All also, right. follow cool, me on Subscri- Insta. Subscribe and rate us uh, five stars. And five stars, guys. I'm on Instagram, at Naz Perez. Jared, thanks for coming on. Hey, anytime, guys. I live here. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, I'm so lucky to have you. Look at your face. I'm luckier. All right. Bye, guys. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.